everybody, it's Cece. I'm excited to get into this episode because I recently had the opportunity to speak with two very bright women. One was a young woman who is studying information technology at her university, and the other is a 20 plus year veteran in IT quality assurance. Now, the latter of the talks will air in a future episode, but what emerged from both conversations was the notion of the gatekeeper. A gatekeeper is a person or a group with the vested interest in limiting the choices of other people. And it's also been described as an obstacle that must be overcome to achieve unconventional success. Does this sound like anything you've dealt with? Are you the gatekeeper? You know, Albert Einstein once said that in the middle of every difficulty is an opportunity. I'm calling this episode Gatekeepers, Gardeners, and Bottlenecks. Oh my. Let's talk about it. I'm Cece Harbour, and this is Inclusively Her. Welcome. The Inclusively Her podcast supports a multi-generational community that empowers professional women by teaching them how to advocate for themselves in the workplace. No fluff, all good stuff. To learn more about the community, please visit inclusivelyher.com. While you're there, subscribe to the newsletter, join the community, and if you're so inclined to support financially, you can buy me a coffee. (laughs) Links are in the show notes. And shout out to my founding mothers, those women who have provided monetary resources to support this endeavor. Thank you for believing in me. On to our show. So during my recent call with a new mentee, she peppered me with questions about technology careers. And our conversation really wasn't really about technology specifically, meaning the things that I shared with her could be applied to any field, you know, biology, anthropology, data management, you know, anything. But of all the questions that she asked, she was mostly concerned about people getting in her way. Specifically, she mentioned a few articles and anecdotes uh, she heard on how difficult it was for women to get in STEM. And then once we were there, how do we then stay? Well, there were a couple of things that immediately piqued my interest. One, you know, I'm on the opposite end of where she is in her career. And the challenge that women in my position face is now what? Do I go on? Do I leave? You know, are the microaggressions really worth it? (laughs) How could I be of service? How do I help the next generation? You know, and then the second thought I had was the very idea that she already expects there to be some kind of hurdle made me sad. It wasn't this, the road will be hard, but it's worth it, Padawan, type of thing. It was like, yes, the stories are true and everyone has a different experience. So we dug a little deeper and the more I listened, I realized that she was talking about a gatekeeper. She was essentially asking me how to get around someone who would make or made her life difficult in her job. Like, you know, this person holds the key to the kingdom. And in our careers, as you know, this gatekeeper could look like any number of people. It could be a admin that's preventing you from meeting with an executive to pitch an idea or a 
product owner that relegates your designs to the backlog and it lives there forever. <laughs> or a manager that prevents your ability to grow your career in your company. Or a team lead that micromanages every single thing about your work to the point of exhaustion and you have no creativity left. Or an industry person that disagrees with you politically and it's taking a toll on your professional life. I mean, I could go on. There are all sorts of ways people stand in your way. So what's a grown woman to do? <laughs> I found this really interesting article uh, on LinkedIn by Jared Williams, where the author talks about gardeners. So he says that a gardener trusts, encourages autonomy, exposes their team to higher level problems, that gardeners turn scaling and growth into a team sport. So for example, a gardener might forego reviewing work or let other members of the team take on the responsibility. They may let the team handle their own task management, trusting that they understand the needs of the customer, the business, and the team. A gardener may encourage members to build relationships on and off the team. They may let the team experience failure, trusting in their accountability to fix their problems and learn from their mistakes. And then a gardener may have their team take on grungy work along with fun work because they understand the value in it. So you see the difference? A gardener, which is not all bad, a, a gatekeeper, <laughs> which is not all bad stuff can essentially become a hindrance if not properly gauged. So when done improperly, gatekeeping can stifle creativity. It can diminish people and erode trust among the team. Good gatekeeping sets folks up for success by showing them how to traverse the labyrinth that is work, by introducing folks to aspects of a company's culture that may not necessarily be evident. That's good gatekeeping. The gardener levels this concept up and tends to the team. So they remove obstacles, weeds. They do tilling, create pathways for new work. They water the seeds. They grow the team. They water the crops, you know, so they nurture the existing team. I mean, I could go on. I just love the idea of the gardener. So where it becomes dicey is when the gatekeeper stands in the way of progress, then they go from gatekeeper to bottleneck. <laughs> so bottlenecks in the workplace occur when employees have difficult to complete their tasks in a timely manner or an effective manner. And then bottlenecks can also cause massive production slowdowns. And usually it results from poor management or poor results in poor management and uh, poor employee performance. And again, you know, you stand in the way of progress and this could easily lead to stifling creativity in the company and innovation. It can, again, diminish people and erode trust between the team and the leaders. So I'm going to geek out for a minute, okay? So for all my Star Trek fans, you know, I love Voyager. I love Star Trek Voyager. I love all of it. And what I loved most about Voyager, really Star Trek for that matter, uh, you know, is, is the way in which the writers not only actualized Gene Roddenberry's vision of the future um, in the stories, you know, they always managed to turn the mirror of veracity onto us. So really in each episode, you have a chance to see yourself, 
So I can go on and on and on about the psyche of Star Trek real quick. But to my point, <laughs> in Star Trek Voyager, um, season three, episode seven, it's called Sacred Ground. You can watch this on most of your streaming channels now. I know it's on Hulu, but in this episode, one of the characters commits cast, she commits sacrilege on an alien planet. Follow me. And to save her life, her captain, Captain Janeway, um, decides to commit herself to a series of tests that she believes will save Cass, her crewman's life. I mean, everything is on the line here. And Janeway, being a staunch scientist, you know, she believes that if she can touch it, she can measure it. If it's something that she can read on her tricorder, then it's real to her. So she goes through some pretty tedious quests that gets her nowhere. And in the end, she's brought to the realization that she put herself through the paces. It's not what the deities on the alien planet wanted or warranted. And when she realized that, she had to humble herself and that she may not get all the answers the way she would expect to get them. Well, that was when the real journey began because she had to search within herself. So cute violence, right? But I'm telling you, give yourself the opportunity to watch that episode, especially if you're a Trekkie, you'll love it. It has 1990s vibe and all, okay? <laughs> so if you find yourself faced with a gatekeeping situation, like a person that's standing in your way, first you gotta make sure that you're one, that your expectations are realistic. So is what you're expecting, you know, is it fit for purpose? Does it fit within the paradigm that you're working in? And if it doesn't, then two, make your intentions known. Sometimes if you're expecting something of someone and they have no idea that you're expecting it or what's expected of them, clearly there's a disconnect. Then three, consider breaking up work, uh, ideas, products into chunks. Essentially, is there a bottleneck situation? Um, and if there is, consider that you may not be able to address everything at one time. And then four, finally, you know, seek alternative avenues, get allies. Hey, such as so I'm trying to do blah, 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 but I'm not making traction. What do you suggest? You get it? So at the end of the Star Trek episode, Janeway saved Cass's life. So she saved a crewman's life. I mean, it's television. It's going to be a happy ending. But I think what saved her, what really saved them both was faith. There's a line from the episode, and I'm going to paraphrase this terribly. <laughs> but the ancestral spirits that she consulted with basically said to her that if she believed with her whole self, then all is well. But if she doubted herself or any part of what she was about to do, then they both would be killed. So I'm telling you, friend, that if you believe in yourself, your whole self, and I don't mean shrinking to fit someone else's ideal about who you should be, but if you believe with your whole self and what you're doing, all is well. I'm rooting for you. If there's anything I've shared with you today that you like, please let me know. 
depending on the platform that you're listening on, subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. That helps other people find me. Or you can always email me and let me know. I'm on social. You can find me on IG. I'm at Inclusively Her Official. And I'm on LinkedIn at Inclusively Her. So cheers to you. Cheers to us. Cheers to including ourselves. It is my hope to write and support stories to celebrate women, family, and my gullah culture. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be well.